Lord. Uh, the title for uh, tonight's message is Choosing Not to Hurt. Uh, el título del mensaje esta noche es Elegir, 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 right? No lastimar. Elegir, no lastimar. Choosing not to hurt. Um, and uh, there's a big decision that we have in life, and a lot of the times we don't know we have the power to make that decision. We don't have, uh, that we have the power to make that decision, and, and sometimes we, um, we choose not to make this decision. We choose not to uh, be freed from struggles and, 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 uh, and pains that we have, and, and sometimes we find ourselves uh, in the middle of... Um, uh, holding on to bitterness, holding on to uh, things that, you know, uh, hurt that um, we don't have to. We don't have to hold on to these type of hurt. We don't have to hold on to the things that um, that the devil wants us to hold on to because it makes us forget about the power of Christ, the power of Christ's love for us. And um, I like this. I, I was listening to, uh, I, I, as I was reading and doing some research, I heard this statement um, and it was by a, a gentleman, this is many years ago, uh, his name was Fre uh, Frederick Douglass, uh, he said, it's easier to build a strong child than repair a broken man, uh, and I found that to be quite an interesting statement, um, that it's easier to, um, to, to build a strong child, uh, almost like mold or shape um, someone that's capable, that's malleable, uh, than it is to repair something that might be rigid already, something that might be grown already. Um, me gustó, estaba, estaba leyendo y buscando del, de la palabra hoy, hermanos, y, y me gustó um, como ese dicho que dice que es más, más fácil de... Ayudar un, un niño a crecer a un hombre fuerte de que es uh, componer un hombre, un hombre que ya está quebrado. Uh, y es cierto eso, es cierto porque un niño um, todavía se puede cambiar cosas, todavía puede dejar cosas, todavía uh, se puede uh, sentir diferente, se puede uh, escoger uh, algo diferente, pero un hombre que está dolorido, un hombre que tiene um, uh, uh, en, en, su, en su corazón, se, está sentido o tiene un dolor en su corazón, es, uh, es alguien que uh, es más difícil para él para cambiar, para, para estar um, uh, de, dispuesto de cambiar. So yo pienso que es importante pensar ¿Qué estamos, uh, qué, qué estamos guardando en nuestras vidas que es dolor? You know, we got we to figure out why are we holding on to this hurt? Why are we choosing to hold on to, to hurt? Why are we choosing to hold on to things that uh, we haven't been called to hold on to? Um, and we almost have to be healed from it. I think there's some healing that needs to happen uh, in our lives and, uh, and understanding that needs to happen in our lives. There's times that we, um, we don't let God reach the place that he needs to and um, and it becomes a, uh, a root of, uh, like I said, of bitterness. It becomes a root of evil uh, in our lives, and it just continues to uh, magnif uh, magnetize things that aren't good into your life. And, um, and I think that uh, there's a couple of things that are critical in, in choosing not to hurt, um, and there's some signs that you can look at I, I think that there's always signs, there's things that are critical in our lives that we can see. There's things that um, hopefully if, if we don't distinguish it, maybe people that love us around us can, you know, tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, you know, let's talk about this because there's some things here that are, that are seen sometimes. And, um, and here's, some, here's some signs of uh, when somebody needs to heal from hurt. Uh, when somebody needs to heal from that emotion of hurt, um, and look at this and be real. Let's be real. You know, you know, I've got some people here tonight, um, and you know, if if the little that we have here tonight can be real, uh, God can do some tremendous things just in this place. But all, all those that are tuning in, listen to this. And again, if you 
if some of this stuff says, well, I kind of struggle with that, or, or, or again, if you love somebody and, and they're right close to you and you want to just, you know, peacefully, this is all in peace, just, be, you know, just give them a little, say, hey, you know, this message is for you. No, <laughs> no, you don't need to say that. You don't need to say that. A lot of this stuff, we're going to all find out that we struggle with this. Vamos a ver, hermanos, que esos son señales que vamos a hablar que una persona que necesita uh, sanarse de um, esas cosas, del dolor que viene de la vida. Hay, hay muchos que han pasado cosas. ¿Por qué comencé a pensar en esto? Yo comencé a pensar en esto porque um, yo estaba escuchando un canto bien lindo. Era un canto nuevo de una persona que, que me gusta que canta. Y cuando lo estaba escuchando, uh, era poderoso el, el canto. Y estaba cantando como... Uh, como estaba enfrente del Señor con todo, todo el poder y yo miraba personas que estaban ahí uh, en, el, uh, ahí en el mismo piso que, que estaba ella cantando y se miraban doloridos se miraban como no sentirse estando en la presencia de Dios you know what really motivated me about this message was is I was watching this the singer that I like, and and they were singing this new song, and this song was powerful, and I was like, man, it, it was real good. And then I, I, I caught a glimpse of the stage and people that were on that stage, and of course there's people that are just like emotional and doing that, and then there's a couple of people on there that are just like, I don't know what to do. And it had nothing to do with not knowing what to do. They all had a purpose. Some were singers, some of them were playing an instrument, but... I almost felt like this person was singing in the presence of God and, and, and the people that didn't know what to do knew that God was there at that moment but didn't know what to do. And I think that that's, to me, is critical. You know, that's critical when you don't know what to do, when you don't know what to, how to respond, when you don't know what to do when you're in the presence of God. And, and I could see these people and I started thinking, I'm like, I wonder how much hurt is in their life that they cannot understand that they're in the presence of God right now in this moment. It was such a beautiful moment. You know, there was people that were crying on the stage. There was people that, because it was just a powerful message. To, the words were powerful, all this stuff. And I caught these two people, and they were just like, like it was an awkwardness. And I started thinking, I was like, man, those, those people could have gone through some this was in another country, another place. They could have, you know, had terrible things that have happened to them. And they don't know how to respond in that moment. And it started, you know, the, the word of God started coming to me saying, you know, you can't choose to hurt. Yo comencé a pensar, hermanos, cuando vi esas personas que no estaban, no podían en ese momento en un momento que era bien poderoso se sentía si yo lo, yo lo sentí era una grabación y si yo sentí el, el, el poder de Dios eh, uh, la persona cantando con todo su corazón y todos estaban ahí cantando nomás yo vi do, dos personas que como no sabían qué hacer como no tenían esta unción en este momento y podemos decir muchas cosas, pero yo comencé a pensar, esas personas, porque eran en otro país, podían pasar algo en sus vidas, tienen un dolor, una ofensa que pasó, algo pasó en sus vidas que no dejó que en ese momento experimentaban el toque del Señor. I started thinking that at that moment, something could have happened to them, some kind of damage could have happened to them through their life. That at that moment that Christ was there, that moment that Christ was there, that you, I felt like there were, that his anointing was there, they might have missed it. They might have not experienced it because of the hurt, because of choosing to hurt. And so there's a couple of signs. Hay unos señales aquí, hermanos, que vamos a, a hablar. Uh, y el primero es si siempre estás pens pensando negativamente. The first one is if you're if you're thinking if you're thinking negatively. That's the first one here. Are you a negative person? What's a negative person? A negative person is as soon as somebody says something, well, you know that there's this, you know, okay, you can call yourself a cuchara person too, right? Because you got to put your cuchara into everything. But you're just a negative person. You think negative. 
that's somebody that these are signs. These are, you know, um, uh, through the years they've seen, they've seen studies, they've met with psychiatrists, they've met with therapists um, that have met with people, and they put these, uh, these signs here together, and one of them was negative. Esos son señales, hermanos, que con muchas personas han hablado con ellos y han visto esas cosas en ellos. Es interesante, hermanos, porque uh, como si, si miras uh, si miras como la policía, si algo pasa, si hay una muerte o hay una persona matando personas, ya como pueden ver por cómo la persona lo está haciendo, quién es esta persona. Y comienzan a decir, esta persona es esto porque dejó esto o eso, porque dejaron señales de cómo eran. Y es la misma cosa con el dolor que estamos hablando ahorita. Si tienes un dolor dentro de ti y no, no sabes, uh, si, si no sabes que lo tienes, vas a, vas a tener señales. You know, some of y'all might say, oh, I ain't got no hurt in me. God's freed me. But you, if these signs are coming out in you, there, there's something that's, that's, that's hidden that you're not speaking to. It's better just to be real and say, God, free me. But you think negatively. So, and another one is too, is, is a logical uh, process, the thought process, and it's hard for you to discern. It's hard for you to make good, sound decisions. That's a person that's hurting because it's hurting so much that you start to think about the hurt more than you start to think about the moment you're in. So, it's difficult, hermanos, para discernir. It's difficult para. A hacer decisiones. ¿Por qué? Porque el dolor está ahí. Y cuando el dolor está ahí, no puedes, uh, estás enfocándote más en el dolor que en el momento que estás. So, la decisión que necesitas hacer no es uh, una decisión que es lógica. ¿Por qué? Porque estás pensando en dolor. You're thinking about the hurt instead of thinking about the decision. You lack trust, compassion, and empathy. Eh, 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 no tienes tú, eh, eh, hermano, confianza en personas, compasión en personas. No te sientes para personas. Why are you so cold? When's the last time you thought about somebody? When's the last time you did something for somebody? When's the last time you extended yourself for some, somebody that had, you had no gain in? I don't really don't know. I'm not talking about your family. The family ones is easy, things like that. I'm talking about where you extend yourself to do things that have no self-gain in yourself, but it's because your heart is, is feeling something. If you're, not, if you're not doing those type of things, there's a hurt there that needs to be healed. There's a hurt there that's keeping you from experiencing God in that moment. This person, these two people couldn't experience God. I saw them there, and, and it's like, man, I'm seeing all these people here, and, and they're, man, they're, they're, they're crying, they're emotional. This person's singing, like, like I said, like they were just in the presence of, of God, and these people are like, man. Then I started thinking, instead of just judging them and being like that, I said, man, what is it there? What's that hurt that needs to be healed? You overthink. Oh, come on. Some, some of y'all, you know, some of y'all just need to meet, admit some of this stuff. You're always overthinking something. Well, uh, I know this, this is, uh, I can do this. And instead of making a decision, you just, you keep on doubting your decisions. And again, it goes back into the discerning side of it. And, and again, it goes back to that this distraction that's in you, that subconsciously you might not even know about. You don't even know, I ain't got no hurt. Nothing's ever happened to me. But you haven't let God get to the place that he needs to get to. And that's why these fingerprints are all over the place. Siempre estás pensando más en, lo que, en, en algo que debes. A veces estás más pensando, 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 pensando. Y es porque hay, el dolor está ahí. Es porque estamos uh, pagando más atención al dolor. Uh, th this is a pretty powerful one right here. You react instead of what? Oh, I'm sorry. You react, you don't respond. <laughs> Oh, that's a, that's, that's a, devils don't like to hear that one at all because, again, you react to something like, hey, I'm offended. But instead of fixing it, 
or instead of looking into it and trying to equate to see if this made sense, you're not going to, you just leave it. You'd just rather be a, you know, um, a rooster instead of somebody that's trying to really understand if this was true. You struggle letting go. Tienes problemas, hermanos, dejando algo ir. You hold on to it. Oh, I see you again. Man, it's been 10 years, bro. No, I still remember, Gabriel, you owe me money from when you were eight years old, man. You're eight years old. You told me. You told me you were going to give me your birthday money. You never did. Like, let it go, Dad. Let it go. But we struggle letting go of things. Why? Because there's a hurt in us that we'd rather direct that and then focus it to someone else instead of letting God take it. And the big one and the big one and the biggest killer of Christians is depression. How in the world can we be depressed if we serve a mighty God, if we serve a loving God? How in the world can we feel like we're not worthy if he came and gave his blood for us and our salvation? How in the world can we not feel we're enough well, he didn't say we weren't enough, but he just silently, like a lamb, gave his life. But depression comes over us because of the hurt. All these things start to magnetize themselves and want to burden us down and take us down. So like Frederick Douglass said, it's easier to build a strong child than to repair a broken man. We find ourselves in these situations where, is it too late for us and... Is it going to be hard? Is it going to be, now you have to, you know, put bigger straps on that tree to straighten it out? Pero hermanos, es importante aquí como la palabra va a decir, Micaías 7, 8. If we turn to Micah 7, 8, we see Micah here telling his enemy, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Tu, enemiga mía, no te alegres de mí, porque aunque cae, me levantaré. Aunque mo moré en tinieblas, Jehová será mi luz. You know, brothers and sisters, we got to understand one thing, that half of our battle is going to be the mental side of it. And I say half of it, you know, I've heard a lot of other people say other things like, oh, no, it's more than half. You know, 90% 90, 90 of the battle is mental. I'm saying half of the battle right now is telling yourself that the word of God is true and believing it. The other half is applying it. And standing up and trusting that God is going to do something in your life. And so when it says here that if, you know, it says here, Micah says to his enemy, who knows if the enemy was there? Who knows if this was an enemy in the future? Who knows what the situation is? But he tells the enemy, hey, look, don't you be laughing because I'm going to fall because God's going to pick me up. Don't you be laughing because you're going to find me sometimes wallowing in a dark place because God's going to be my light. And sometimes we got to find ourselves shaking off the dirt, dusting ourselves off. Yes, the circumstances are, are bleak sometimes. Yes, things come up in our lives that, that happen that discourage us. Yes, hurt has come. Yes, pain has come. But guess what? We have Jesus in our life. We have Jesus on our side. So the mental side of it is telling ourselves, God, I know you're there. I know I'm in round 12. They call it the championship round. Round 10, the championship round. I've made it to here to the end. And I need your strength, God. I need your, you to lift me up. I need you to hold me up, God, because it's you that's gotten me to now. Es importante, hermanos, que como un boxador que llega al, al, how do you say round? Llega al, al, al 12 o al 10 de una pelea. 
que ya dicen que ya es el último de pelear contra uh, alguien y, y ya dice, ah, ya no, ya, no, ya no quiero que me pega. Ya no quiero que me pega. Ya estás en el último. Ahorita que estamos andando con Cristo, los que han tan anda, están andando con Dios por años, ya, ya esos, esos pegadas o ya esas um, cosas torpes que vienen en nuestras vidas, ya debemos a, a, a tener escayo. Ya no nos debe molestar en nuestras vidas. You know, the hit shouldn't bother us anymore. We should have callous from, from things that are difficult, walking in the faith. But sometimes what happens is that, that we want something easy. We want something that, when's it going to get easy? And the problem is, is some, for some of us, it never got hard. What do you mean, Brother Gabe? You can see here, the people of Israel, even when it's experiencing it hard in Egypt, once it got easy and they, they, they didn't have the they didn't have the whips hitting them, but they were in the desert. Yeah, and you're walking in the desert. You don't see anything. So what all do you have is your faith. Right now, some of us are walking in a path that we're not seeing anything, but we came out of something that was hell. And as we're not seeing anything, we're thinking like, what's really in front of us? I don't see anything green. I just see a desert road in front of me. I don't see anything. I don't see any green. I thought there was a promise that I thought there was going to be honey. And we start to believe what we're seeing instead of the promises God had for us. And we saw God's mighty hand. We were in the presence of God at this moment. We were in the presence of God doing something. He was destroying our enemy. Oh, don't think that this church has to be full to, to, or there needs to be amens in here to, to feel God's presence talking to us. And as we're in this path and we're not seeing anything, and it seems desolate, but we know we can follow his voice. We know he's told us that he has something for us. But we choose the hurt instead of choosing the promise. If we turn to Psalms 34:18, si voltamos, hermanos, para Salmos 34, 18, dice, Cercano está Jehová a los quebrantados de corazón. Y salva a los contritos de espíritu. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Come on, somebody. Are we having a hard time understanding that God is um, with those that are in hurt, are in, in pain? Do we not understand that our God hears our prayers, hears our cries, hears our desires? But God need, wants to see us respond in believing that he's listening, not already checking out, not already signing out, not already making threats. I'm talking to cowards tonight that want to take their lives. I'm going to call it the way it is. If you want to take your life, you're a coward. Don't try to tell me you ever believe God if you want to take your life. How you believe God is in the good and the bad and knowing that God, that this verse is true, that God responded to David who wrote this verse. We need to dust ourselves off. We need to be what God has called us to be and choose not to hurt, not to hurt anymore, but to be free. I don't know why, God. I don't know why. I, that's the only video I was listening to stuff. I said, man, that sounds good. And I, and I had to see it. And that's what you showed me was two individuals as the whole stage was anointed and everybody was praising God. And I saw the one cello player there just like. And the other person with the microphone like. And why I could see into their souls. And I started to think like, are they going to miss it? Are they missing right now what's falling in that place? That even though it was recorded months ago, I'm feeling at this moment? Because they choose to still hold on to 
hurt that they don't have to hold on to anymore. Help us, God. We don't want to hold on to stuff. Galatians 6, 7 says, Galatas 6, 7 dice, hermanos, No os engañéis. Dios no puede ser que mulado. Pues todo lo que el hombre sembrará, eso también segará. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So guess what that means? It doesn't matter what you're doing in your life. It doesn't matter how you're proclaiming. If you're not believing the word of God and processing it. Somebody that's believing the word of God is somebody that's, that's vocalizing the change in their lives. Not somebody that's just like, me, me. How are you doing? Me. That's what you're sowing. That's what you're putting in the ground. So guess what's going to grow around you? Negativity is going to grow around you. Guess what else is going to grow around you? The, the, the inability to make decisions. Guess what else is going to grow around you? The inability to be, uh, trust anybody, be compassionate, have empathy on people. Guess what else is going to grow around you? Not overthinking everything. Guess what else is going to grow around you? Struggling to let go, being depressed. That's going to grow around you. Why? Because do not be deceived. God shall not be mocked. Anything you put into the ground is what you're going to reap. I want to choose to change what's in my holster. I want to choose to uh, change the seed that I'm throwing. If I've been throwing seed that nothing but weeds have been coming out, I need to start looking and saying, man, did I grab the wrong bag here? Is anybody listening tonight? Because God has something to say. Verse 8 says here, For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Porque el que sembra para su carne, ¿qué es el carne? Los sentimientos son de la carne. Seguirá corrupción, mas el que sem, siembra para el Espíritu de, del Dios segará vida eterna. So if we are in our flesh, we're in our emotions. <clears throat> si estamos nosotros en nuestra carne, estamos en nuestras dolores, nuestros sentimientos. ¿Y cómo no vamos a pensar en cosas que quiere la carne que piensan? You think that the, 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 the flesh wants you to feel strong? Wants you to feel like, even though I went through that, I'm stronger now? No, the flesh wants to remind you about it. Wants to show it to you in high definition. Anytime anything changes, we could be in 16K right now, and the flesh wants to show you your past and your hurts in, in 24K. But the moment we stop listening to the flesh, the moment we start saying, God, you brought me to this moment. I want to I praise you. I want to glorify you. I want to be free. And, I, and as I started thinking about this, you know, I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to somehow tie, because, you know, one of my favorite passages in the Bible, and it's my favorite passage because, um, you know, the... the just the complexity of things. And also, there's a, there's a big mystery on it, so I kind of pushed it out because I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk about it without looking into a little bit more things. But I love the passage, and I always mention about the woman in the whale. And why do I love that passage? Because it's just a, such an awkward passage. To me, it's so awkward. Why is it awkward? Because you look at it, and Jesus is waiting for somebody at a well. And that's not the awkward part of it. The awkward part is the conversation he has with this person that's hurt. And it's the conversation he has with all of us. Why I love this passage is because it's the struggle we have. It's the walls that start to come up with this person as they're identifying and trying to make them 
make them seem like they understand certain things. There's bitterness that comes out in this person. There's questioning on who God is in this. There's a whole, it's, a, it's complex, this thing is. And then you look at the location where it's at, and it's a mystery in the location where it's at because it's one of Jacob's well. And then you start to look at it, and there's mystery in this. And like I said, you know, you see Jesus sitting there, and he's asking the woman to give him water because he needs water, he's saying. It's almost like the Esau moment with Jacob. Give me some morsel, I'll sell my. And then he swaps and he goes, wait a second here. No, no, you, you, you know, if you understood who I was, you'd be asking me for this water. There's a whole process that, that's very complicated in this because this woman is fighting off from the healer, the Messiah to be there to save her. How can a man, how can a Jewish man talk to a Samarian? It's the first one. There's the hurt. There's the first hurt. There's the first hurt that you can see here. You can see somebody that's like been tired because they, the Jews would look at them like trash. You know the story of the good Samaritan? Oh, oh oof. And God's taking all of that. God, Jesus is sitting right there at that moment. And he's like, I, I want to hear your hurt. Let me hear your hurt. Okay, are you done with your hurt? Are you done with your hurt? Because now let's speak to it. And when God gets, gets when we get past all the facade and all the excuses, and this happened to me, and this is why I feel this way. Now God can get through all those layers. And the healing can begin. ¿Cómo me gusta la historia, hermanos, de, de la mujer uh, que está en la, how do you say well again? Oh, where, where are my Mexicans at tonight? Tristan, where are my Mexicans at? Tristan, you're here, Tristan. You're supposed to be my Mexican, Tristan. You know, no, I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'm going to be my own Mexican tonight. Here, I got it right here. Well, we got to switch, switch this. Any other Mexicans here tonight? Amen? Who is? No? Who said amen? Did you hear somebody say amen? Liliana? Sounded like somebody said amen, didn't it? Well, is. <laughs> it's the wrong kind of well. Put bien. Pozo? El pozo. There it is. Que es interesante es el mujer que estaba sacando agua del pozo. Y Jesús estaba ahí sentado. Y, y, y qué locura es, porque cuando comenzaste a pensar, qué locura, locura es, porque Dios le estaba esperando, ya sabemos eso. Y el momento era, era perfecto. Y cómo me gusta esto, porque ya sabía el Señor, pero ¿por qué le quería hablar a ella? ¿Por qué ella? Tenía un pasado, le pasó cosas en su vida, escandalosa. Pero Dios sabía algo, que ella tenía un dolor que no quería dejar. Uh, y, y también hay un misterio también porque era el pozo de Jacob, que hizo Jacob. Que Jacob se lo dio a su hijo José. Uh, do, is that how you say Joseph? José, I think it is José. Josué. Josué. Y hay, hay cosas, hay hermanos, que en ese pozo, en ese pozo iba dolor. Si miras la historia de Jacob, el dolor que él tuvo, no teniendo, dejando a su hermano, corriendo de su familia, no viendo a su mamá morir. No teniendo la experiencia con un papá que lo amaba. En ese pozo, Josué dejó su, estaba vendido de sus hermanos. No estoy diciendo en ese pozo, pero el, 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 el que era el dueño que le dijeran, que dice en, 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 uh, en uh, Juan 4, el pozo de Jacob. La mujer le dice también, ese es el pozo de, de nuestro, nuestro padre. 
Jacob. Pero mucho dolor estaba ahí en ese, en ese lugar. Y Jesús llegó ahí queriendo librar a una persona que vino desde, desde solas a ese lugar para poner agua. ¿Y por qué? ¿Y por qué? ¿Y por qué Dios le habló? Porque podía ver que ella necesitaba recibir el sanador, el Dios que le, le ama. If we turn to Luke 6.27, si voltamos para Lucas 6.27, dice aquí, lo voy a leer en inglés porque son muchos versículos aquí, pero lo, lo leo despacito para que lo puedan seguir, seguir aquí en, en los, uh, lo que puso el hermano Anthony. But I say unto you, which here, oh, come on, but I say unto you, which here, look, I mean, how eloquent is Jesus here? It's like some of y'all ain't hearing. Some of y'all ain't listening. Some of you are distracted with what? The hurt. Some of y'all right here, Jesus is saying, I can see some of y'all right here, but I want to talk to the people that want to hear. Because some of y'all are hearing your pain more or hearing your distractions more or all the list of what we had here of things that you have in your life more than you're going to hear what I'm about to tell you because what I'm about to tell you is part of the healing process. But he says, but I say unto you which hear, love your enemies. Do good to them which hate you. I'm out of here. Ain't nobody signed up for this. I got too much pride for this. I got too much hurt for that. Verse 28. <clears throat> Bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you. Come on, Jesus, what are you saying here? No wonder nobody was listening to you. No wonder nobody was going to hear you on this stuff right here. This is nonsense. This isn't the way we were taught. We were taught an eye for an eye. We were brought up to be proud people. Jesus says, I want you to hear this because I want you to be healed. And the only way you're going to be healed is if you can start to do these things. To deny yourself, to kill yourself. The flesh, the fleshly things, the emotional things. Verse 29. And unto him that smited thee on the one cheek, offer also the other. And him that take away, taketh away thy cloak, forbid not uh, to take thy coat also. Did I read that right? And him that taketh away thy cloak, Forbid not to take thy coat also. Somebody's taking something from you. They say, hey, take this too. What? I don't know. Because see, Jesus was trying to show us something here. It's not about that little materialistic thing that we hold on to and, and we protect because we're really shielding our hurt from it. It's understanding that. God can heal us in this moment, the moment we desire for him to heal us. Verse 30. Give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. Hermanos, ¿por qué, por qué estamos sufriendo tanto del orgullo, de, del el enojo, de cosas que, que Dios nos está diciendo a nosotros ahorita, que, que debemos estar sanados de estas cosas? No debemos... Uh, a, a quedarnos con estas cosas. Ese momento que estaba hablando el Señor al, al, al joven rico y dice, yo hago todas estas cosas, yo doy al pobre, yo, 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 yo uh, sigo los mandamientos de Moisés, yo, yo, yo hago, yo, yo soy esta cosa. Y Dios le dice, pues vaya y vende todas tus cosas. Porque estaba escondiendo cosas con cosas. ¿Cómo que no? Sí, sí podemos estar aquí tocando, alabando a Dios y, y estando en la iglesia, haciendo muchas cosas en la iglesia, pero, pero todavía podemos tener un dolor dentro de nosotros. Y eso es pecado. 
oh, ¿cómo es pecado tener un dolor dentro de ti? Porque teniendo un dolor dentro de ti es teniendo un duda. Y la duda es pecado. ¿Cómo el duda es pecado? ¿Cómo podemos estar en la presencia de Dios diciendo que creemos en un Dios que dudamos? How can we be in the presence of God saying we believe a God and have doubt? How can we tell other people God can do it? God can do it for you. God can do it for you. God can do it for you. He's probably not going to do it for me, though. Either God does it for everyone or and we don't doubt it and we believe in our, and we start to feel the power of God coming over us as we want to pray for people, as we want to believe our prayers are going to reach his throne. Or this doubt has imprisoned us with this hurt. Verse 31. And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. So for us not to hurt, we got to make sure we're going through that list and we got to make sure we're not hurting. If we're hurting people, if we're doing stuff, if we're, if we're, if we're, if we're the people that are avenging stuff and, and, and making sure we are on top of things, and guess what? Yeah, your, life, your, life, your, life, your life is going to be like, the, like God told David. Yes, just for a moment. For a moment, they're going to be green for a little bit. But guess what? That sun's going to come and the dryness is going to come. And people are going to be made for fire. And I'm not talking about a fire that we're proven in. I'm talking about a fire, an eternal fire. Because we decided to not believe. We decided not to pick up our sword and our shield and fight a good fight. Verse 32. For if ye love them which love you, What thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. If you right now, some of us right now, some of us in this building, some of us that are watching right now, some of us cannot stand certain people here on earth. And if if God was with you at this moment, you think God would say, I get it, I understand. When I was hanging on that cross and I looked at that guy and I remember that guy, would, he was one of the guys that spit on me. He's one of the guys that was betting on my, on my clothes. I saved everyone except for that guy when I thought about it. No. So how, how is God going to ask us to be any different? In our mindset, we've got we to challenge ourselves and say, is there someone right now Is there someone right now on this earth that I can't love? You want to get it real? You want to get it real? You want to really get to the hurt? Is there someone right now on this earth that you cannot be around? And all God's waiting for is for you to be around to change that person? I tell you, there's something powerful about when God starts to speak to us and starts to speak to the, sometimes the hypocrisy that's in us. Verse 33. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what think have ye? For sinners also do this, even the same. Like I said, if, if we're challenging ourselves, oh, I'm going to be a better person, I'm going to start to be more gracious and more giving. But we're doing it to people that, Do it to us. What? What? No, no, do it to someone that it hurts you a little bit. Now, be very careful in doing it right now this week, okay? I don't want people, if it's, it's going to be odd if you do it to somebody. You t- I want to take you out to, to, to lunch, and they're going to be like, you don't ever go to lunch. Wait a second. That preaching and said, if you don't like people, you never liked me, did you? You showed me. So be careful. Be cool on this right now. Take it easy for a second. Mix it in. Blend it in a little bit. Because there could be some more offenses going on right now because how obvious we are on things. Pero como dice ahorita, hermanos, que si estamos haciendo buenas cosas para personas, si estamos haciendo buenas perso- uh, cosas a personas que ha- hacen buenas cosas a nosotros, ¿qué ganamos en eso? 
El mundo lo hace. Pero si lo estamos haciendo a personas, si ahorita estamos pensando, you know what, some of us, you, 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 some, like I said, how did, how, did this, how did this passage start? Are you listening? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Well, well, why would he say that? Because some of us are going to go through this thing again. We're going to have this. We'll even have it, you know, on YouTube. You know, thank God we have YouTube that can record some of these things. God is greater than that. And we're going to hear this thing, and yet we're going to still hold on to an offense that we see somebody even tomorrow. Even God will put, you know what, God's going to even put no ice storm or anything. It's going to melt tonight, and you're going to see a person tomorrow as you're in the Starbucks line or you're pumping gas, and you're going to see the person that you didn't want to see, and God's going to remind you. Because that's how God works. Are we prepared to let it go? Are we prepared to be healed or are we going to continue to hold on to the hurt? ¿Estamos preparados, hermanos, para dejar el dolor? Or vamos a seguir con el dolor? 34. And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners. To receive as much again. Es cierto, hermanos. Si estamos prestando a alguien que estamos esperando recibirlo para atrás, ¿qué ganaremos en eso? El pecado lo hace también, el pecador lo hace también. El momento que estamos listos para algo difícil. 35. But love ye your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again. <clears throat> and your reward shall be great. And ye shall be children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful. And, I'm sorry, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Listen to that. Listen to that, brother. Listen to what? What? No, no, God doesn't want me to bless you. God doesn't want me to do anything for you. God knows you're evil. God knows you don't deserve it. No, 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 God's saying like, look, look, look. As we're here on earth, the process is working in, in us if he's talking to us. You, who, who are we to be judge, jury, and executioner? And what he's asking us right now is to be compassionate, be loving. Because God. God is the one that torments. God is the one that does things, transforms people, changes people. Like David said, like David said, I almost slipped because I started looking at the sinner and thinking he was better off than I was. But I forgot his end. His end's not the same end I have. I start to look and I'm like, oh, man, oh, no, oh, man, oh, man. God's showing me something greater in me. The love that he has for me. Verse 36. Be ye therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. Necesitamos tener misericordia, hermanos. Si no tenemos misericordia, hermanos, ese es donde sufrimos nosotros. ¿Por qué? Porque nomás estamos pensando en nosotros. Cuando no tienes misericordia es que tú piensas en ti mismo. You don't have mercy is because you think in yourself only. I know we got needs. I know you got needs. Sometimes our needs overpower everything, overtake everything. And again, it's because of the hurt. It's because, again, we're ungrateful sometimes. It's, again, we don't see all that God's done for us. We're not thankful. We're that person on stage as God is right there in the moment, and everybody's swarming to him. We're just, like, looking and saying, hmm, I don't know. Kind of felt like I was short a couple of things in my life. That moment of healing. That moment to be in his presence. And we choose the hurt instead of the healing. The pain. I'm not sure, brother, if you got this last one right here, if, it's, if you got 37. Did you get 37? Maybe. If you didn't, it's not a problem. No, it's okay, brother. Don't worry about it. I saw it hiding here in the... Um, so it says, 
be, uh, be merciful to the Father. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. So again, the struggle, the power struggle. It, sound, it sounds really easy, right? It says, judge not. How many of us? Well, I judge righteously. Well, come on, judge yourself righteously. That's different. You're pretty quick to judge other people righteously. Start judging yourself righteously. You'll start to feel like, oh, my gosh, God is merciful because the little breadcrumbs that are in your lap. Be careful. And specifically, when God starts to say about this, you know, judge not, so what? So ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, so ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. And it's so crazy that the church has a hard time with forgiving. That's one of the main culprits of, of hurt. Que locura es, hermanos, que la iglesia tiene un problema con dando perdón. Y es la cosa que, que quita el dolor. Tú me ofendiste. Tú hiciste esto. Yo me recuerdo, era años, pero... ¿Cuándo va a llegar el, ama, el amor de Dios en nosotros si estamos sufriendo con cosas? ¿Cuándo va a llegar el amor de Dios en nosotros? When is God's love going to really reach us when we're still having a hard time with these things? It's got to it's gotta happen. It's got to happen. We got to decide these things. We got to make a decision on these things. If we turn to Ephesians 4.30, si voltamos para Efesios uh, uh, 4.30, hermanos, dice... Ephesians 4.30 dice. I'm not sure Brother Anthony has that one. Ephesians 4.30 says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit, y no contristeis al Espíritu Santo de Dios. So you can sadden your spirit, the Holy Spirit. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. That's some of us deciding to hold on to hurt sometimes because we remember we failed in something. I slipped up in this. I did this thing. How could I be this? How could I do this? How could this thing be? And that's now us choking the Holy Spirit, not understanding what it is to repent, what it is to change, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. So, so we're saddening our Holy Spirit because of everything, that, the hurt that we're holding on to, the past that we're holding on to, and this Holy Spirit is what we're sealed with. We're sealed with the Holy Spirit. Estamos sellados del Espíritu Santo. Estamos golpeados del Espíritu Santo. Con este dolor. ¿Cómo puede... ¿Cómo puede el Espíritu Santo estar cerca del dolor? How can the Holy Spirit be close to hurt? Because hurt is derived from something that Christ came and destroyed. But yet, it's kind of like, it's kind of weird. I don't even know how to describe it. It'd be kind of like, it'd be kind of like putting uh, a poison in the air of, You know, like, I love, look at, I love this. I love this animal. I love this animal. Oh, I love this animal so much. And then you put this animal in a box, and then you just open up an air of poison, a little bit of air of poison, and you just start to see this, this thing dying that you love. Everybody's crying in here right now. Everybody's thinking about their bunny. Remember that bunny, little Lorenzo, that you guys did the circus with? Gabby's bunny, I think it was. But it would be like, you know, see, and then you just start, and you're just sitting there, and you're seeing it die. Yeah, it seems morbid, right? It seems, what? But that's what we do to the Holy Spirit when we deny it what it needs. When we're feeding it hurt. We're feeding it all the opposite things that causes it to thrive. You can feel it. You can feel it in you. I, I got to stop this stuff. I got to let go. I got to put away stuff. I got to get, get my, my mind back into, because I'm sealed with this Holy Spirit, and I can't get distracted. I can't get pulled. I got to let God use me for what he's called me for. 
Verse 31 says, let all bitterness, quítense de, vosot de vosotros toda armadura, enojo, ira, ritiera y mal maldicencia y toda malicia. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be, be put away from you with all malice. Deja todo esto. Deja todo esto. ¿Por qué? Porque estamos entristeciendo el Espíritu Santo. Why? Because we're saddening the Holy Spirit. Because we're holding on to this stuff. We'd rather have this stuff instead of holding on to the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Verse 32. And be ye kind one to another. Man, go back one, brother. It'd be like, I always think about scenarios. It'd be like, that's what they're going to put on my tombstone. It'd be like, here lies Gabriel Romero Sr. It'd be like, because that's my favorite word right there. It's kind of like, I, I kind of think about, you read this verse right here, right? And, and it's like coming out uh, after seeing a, a, a horror movie, right? It's like, ee, 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 ee. let go of all these things. Look at all this. Let go of bitterness, wrath, anger, and clamor, evil speaking. To put away from you with all malice. And then the next verse says what? And be kind one to another. Because it's true. That's what's going to not cause your spirit to be saddened, to be quenched, to not die. It's to love each other. How do you love each other? You, you deny yourself the thoughts that come over you that, oh, here we go again, or any of this stuff. Look at what charity says about how charity suffereth all. And be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Ooh, I like that one. Even as God, for Christ's sake, forgave you. Man, how quickly we're all to hold on to something and be like, no, no, no. I know what you did. I still got that on memory. Nah. Let it go. Let God start to do something in you. Be healed from these things. Like I said, the saddest thing is, is that some people can be gone already, be dead, be buried, and people are still holding on to stuff. How ridiculous is that? Oh, no, 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 no. I choose to be free. I want to be free. I want to be free because I know God has forgiven me. Ooh, is that a little bit of rhyme right there? I want to be free because I know God has forgiven me. I think I just did a little bridge there to something. Proverbs 17.9 says here, I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. Proverbs 17, 9 dice aquí, hermanos. El que cubra la falta busca amnistar. Mas el que la del vulga aparta al enemigo. He that covereth, covereth a transgression seeketh love. Now, I had to look at this one a, a, a lot a, couple of different times because he who's he who what it says he who covereth a transgression that, that doesn't sound good right it almost sounds like he who's covering up a sin but look how look at look at how it reads here it says he let's say for instance somebody uh, somebody close to your uh, or, or somebody in, in a circle right you can see that somebody slipped up and and is hurting or 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 it, now sharks are going to attack them and this person Covereth them, shield them, instead of allowing them to be hurt. That type of person is a person that's seeking love in life. But he that buries that person, listen to what it says, he that repeateth the matter separateth very friends. But he who doesn't care about that person and just cares about like, ha, <laughs> Oh, man, this is a perfect opportunity. Let me. That person is going to have a lonely life. And how sad is that again? Because we go back to the very beginning where Frederick Douglass said, it's easier to build a strong child than repair a broken man. What has happened? What has happened to us? What has happened to us with this brokenness? 
Sometimes broken people keep on creating broken people until we decide not to be broken anymore. I want to end with Hebrews 12:15. Ya quiero terminar, hermanos, con Hebreos 12:15. Porque es importante, hermanos, con todo el dolor que tenemos, todo lo que hemos sufrido en nuestras vidas. Que pensamos en esto, que servimos un Dios que él es el sanador, servimos un Dios que si creemos en él, sabemos que él lo puede quitar porque estamos guardando algo que él tiene el poder para quitar. Hebreos 12, 15 dice, Mirad bien, no sea que alguno deje, deje de alcanzar la gracia de Dios, que brotando alguna raíz de amargura os estobre, y por ella muchas sean contaminados. Listen to what this says here, brothers and sisters. It says, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Listen to that. Listen to how beautiful that is. This is not a race for you to win alone if you can help others. This is not a race to say, look at me, God. I, I, I came in here perfect. I stepped on 50 people to get, on here, get in here. But look what it says, looking diligently. I'm paying attention. I'm thinking about my past and people that I might have stepped on, been bad examples to that I can go back to and recover. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Now, what does that mean? That means that something's inside of me that could be dormant, that as soon as it buds itself, can actually start giving a fruit that's going to hurt generations in front of me. I want to I pick some roots out tonight that aren't good. I want, I, I want to get to the point, like I said, there's a message that I brought one time. God had, God had given me a, 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 um, a something like, what did I say it was? What are they going to put on my tombstone again? Be like. It be like. God had given me a be like. I started thinking about, you know, that moment that we decide, you know what? I'm going to go to that level. Ground, uh, basement, and we're on the 100th floor, right? There it goes, there it goes, there it goes. We get to the basement, and it opens up, right? It's dark, it's spooky, it's creepy, it's smoky, it's all these things. And we get there, and there's a light, and there's like a, a root there. And Jesus is just waiting there like, okay, 45 years it took you, huh? I've been here. You want to fix it? All this time you've been here? I've been waiting until you figured it out. Until you understood that this is what needs to be taken out for you to be free, for you to feel a change, for you to feel a difference. And we got to believe that because we don't want these things springing up. And it's beautiful as I had the privilege to see and family here had the privilege to see a person that wasn't raised the way I was raised. Change. Get better. Have a desire to be better. Through pains, through hurts, through being beaten up. What did I learn from that? Don't take the hard path. Except when God speaks to you. God bless everyone tonight. God bless y'all tonight. Thank y'all for uh, tuning in. We're going to say a prayer. I'm going to ask the group here to play this song here, and, and let's, uh, let's keep on uh, praying for the safety of uh, people that are driving, people that are um, traveling, uh, <clears throat> and that this, uh, this little ice, this winter storm passes. But let's go ahead and pray, brothers and sisters, that the word didn't fall on deaf ears, but fell on a heart that wants to change. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're grateful for your love, your mercy, your grace, Jesus. Everything that you do in our lives, Lord, we know, Lord, that uh, we're not perfect in all things, Father, but we serve you, Jesus, desiring to be perfect. I ask, Father, that you just, you give us grace and understanding, Father, right now, Lord, and mercy. And we don't stand so high, Lord, and so tall, Father, that we forget where you took us from, Jesus. 
how you forgave us, Jesus, and that we can't forgive. More than anything, Lord, if we're not allowing this hurt to be healed, and we're choosing to hold on to this hurt, then we're just deceiving ourselves, Father. You have not called us to hurt. You've called us to heal. We ask, Father, that you just be honored and be blessed, Father. We're thankful for everything you do in our lives, Lord, the love that you show us, Lord, the strength that you've given us, Jesus. Be glorified, Father, and we're just thankful, Lord, for you, for you and everything you do, Jesus. We're grateful for this uh, ministry that you've given us, Lord, that we can be here, Lord, right now, praising and glorifying you, Jesus. I choose not to hurt anymore, Jesus, but I choose to be healed by you. Bless the families that are tuning in, all those that listen tonight, Lord Jesus. And we dismiss ourselves, Father, in this moment, Lord, but never from you, Jesus. We ask, Lord, that you just take over and guide our lives and protect us, Lord. As we will see each other, God willing, this Friday, Lord. That we can make it here, Lord, and just be willing to offer up to you, Lord, a sacrifice. We thank you, Lord, in all these in all this. We ask uh, this in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless everyone, brothers and sisters, tonight. I'm gonna ask the group here to play us out with this song, and God bless y'all.